and welcome to another episode of the Divine Intuitive. I am your host, Marissa Rose, and today we have a special guest, Miranda. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Been a busy, it's like, I don't even know what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <day> awesome. <laughs> I love those days because you just let everything flow, right? <laughs> and I've been having to, you know, I've been stuck in the not, not letting that happen. So I've been trying to like release my mind and just let things go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so tell me your name, where you're from, and what your niche is. Yeah, so I'm Miranda Mitchell. I live in Florida. Um, I work with entrepreneurs and professionals in energetically aligning to their business so that they're in tune with the flow and not the force, which is like some of the things I work on myself. So I use that. um, I integrate human design and pranayama and grounding techniques to kind of tune into who you are authentically before you can really create your business. Um, And the reason I do that is because I'm also a business coach for uh, HCI, which is Health Coach Institute. So that's where I graduated from. Um, so I'm a business coach for them. And I realized within my, um, my working with the students that we all have so much work to do internally first before we can really create the business. Otherwise, we're wasting our time because <laughs> we're creating this business that is not authentic to who we truly are. It's authentic to what we think we should be. So um, I use human design to kind of help people see who they are, let go of their stuff, and then create the business that they truly want. That sounds so beautiful. I like that. Wow. Okay, so my next question is, what's your story? Well, which part? (laughs) Any part. Your your life or, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Okay, so, um, well, there's so many parts. You know, we all have different parts of our story that kind of resonate with different people. So um, the beginning of the story was I grew up in Vermont. I'm the oldest of not of eight. I have two sisters in New York. And then we have, I have six brothers and sisters that lived with me. So I guess nine. Um, we lived way out in the boondocks. Uh, my family was, um they wanted to live off grid so we didn't have electricity a lot of the time we didn't have water we had to like when people say i had to walk a mile to catch the bus in snow that is true (laughs) we did what (laughs) oh my goodness uh and i brought my husband there two years ago to where we lived and he was just like oh my gosh you are not joking. Like you seriously had to walk a mile <laughs> to catch the school bus. So yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> so we lived way on the boondocks, you know, and we didn't have a lot of things. So I actually moved out when I was 14. Um, and I started living with my friends and got, started going to school. I lived in a car for a while. Um, There's a lot of things in my life that was not energetically aligned at that time. I was definitely drinking, partying, being promiscuous. I was doing all the things that did not love myself. And it was because I hadn't loved myself. I didn't love myself. So within all of those struggles, I realized that 
the reason those things were happening is because of how I was seeing myself. So I started doing the internal work with yoga, releasing all of the beliefs I had about myself that I kept in my body. And then about 10 years of diving deep into yoga and releasing my beliefs about love and who I was, um, I found human design. And that's when it all made sense because it showed in my chart, really, I was here to struggle. I mean, the 28 is predominant in my chart and it's what I'm here to talk about. So I'm here to talk about my struggles. I'm here to learn about my struggles. And then I'm here to tell other people about the, my struggles so that they can learn from my experiences. Ooh. So that's a quick kind of thing, my life. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I'm glad that you're able to do this kind of work though. Thank you. That sounds just like beautiful. And in, in a way, like you're like, unfolding like a like a rose right going from like one life to another it's pretty mm. amazing <laughs> i do say too i've lived many lifetimes in this life you know there's definitely times i was in abusive relationship for six years i was a single mom for 10 years i was in a loveless relationship for 10 years i mean there's definitely been a process of learning who I was and what I wasn't going to settle for. And I do feel like someone, it was one of my first lived all of these different lives and all these different struggles. So you can have empathy for a lot of people because you've experienced a lot of it. So when you can show up and continue to work on yourself and help people see a higher perspective and not let it weigh you down, um, it gives other people hope that you that they can do that too. I agree. All right. So my next question is, what does energetic alignment feel like or look like to you? So the energetic alignment feels like authenticity. It feels like knowing who you are and being okay with it. Um, not letting conformity take over, not fitting into society not being fearful in having to disrupt society. I feel like when you disrupt things, it means there's change. So I feel like disruption is a beautiful thing. <laughs> you know, anytime <laughs> there's a challenge or there's a disruption, it means that you're challenging the status quo. And why do we want to stay in status quo? So I think for alignment, it's just learning about who you truly are um, and owning it, owning who you truly are and being unapologetic and not letting other people dictate what your life should look like. And when you do that, everything becomes easy. You just know, it's just, you don't question yourself. You don't ask for other people's opinions. You don't really care about what other people think. And you just live in alignment so that you feel good. It has to feel good. You know, if you don't feel good, I, I forgot who it was that said it, but Someone said, if you are trying to conform into something or if you're trying to fit in somehow, then you're not free. That's not you. You gave me chills. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's so simple, right? We tend to like get lost um, in, in the world, basically, because all we knew was like people telling us what to do, not us knowing what we know what to do <laughs> right right because our parents tell us like 
uh, and then it's not that our parents, they didn't know they were doing the best that they could, but they were telling us, you have to go to school. You have to get good grades. You have to go to college afterwards. You have to be, you, you have to be with one person and you have to be married and you have to have kids. And it's like, so you have everything planned out for me. And you know what? I don't want that. That doesn't make me happy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I think freedom is happiness. So, yes, I agree. All right. So my next question is, how do you balance your business or your job with your personal life? be honest I struggle with that and the reason I do struggle with that is because I'm a manifesting generator I (laughs) love my work (laughs) love it so as a manifesting generator or generator type when we're inspired we're gonna work we love it that's what makes us thrive so it's very hard for me to balance it and the reason that is is because I don't feel like I'm working when I'm working I'm fully just being fulfilled. I love meeting people. I love helping people. I love it when someone lets go of the social norms and like lets them be different, stand out. You know, I love to be a part of that. So I have a very hard time with that. Um, I will say that I have noticed when I feel stuck, it's usually because I'm not giving myself enough time to have some space. So this year um, in, my, in my teachings and what I help people with is the energetic. So I also tuned into the nine star key, which is the energetics of the year. So my energetics for this year was all about fun. And I'll be honest, my entire life, I used to think if I was having fun, I was not growing. Oh, so I was always very focused, very in depth, very serious. So this year with my year of fun, I've been letting myself have more fun. I've been going and doing like horseback riding and going on trips and being silly and not, not working, you know? And because of that, actually I'm busier than ever. So learning about having fun and not doing all the time has actually created more connections with other people, more opportunities with other people. So, uh, I guess the way I would say that I can keep balance is every time I know that I feel like I'm stuck, I make sure I take a break. I take, I either do a trip, I take a time off, I don't do anything if I want to, and then I don't get down on myself for it. Wow. Yeah. Like I'm a generator, right? But my fiance is a manifesting generator. So (laughs) like right now, what he's going through is like a time of practically what you're saying, not having fun, right? So he's very does he like, have the 48. Do you know if he has the gate 48? Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so both me and him actually have gate 48. And so I'm like, at the moment, I'm learning to slow down and have fun. But then he's like the complete opposite when he's unaligned. So do you guys have the 16? I think he has the 16, but not me. Okay. <laughs> that's, that, that's something that I can resonate with because I have 48 and I have the 16. The 48 is depth, focus, like learning all the things. We want to know all the stuff 
and in the unbalances that we get, we feel like we don't know enough. We always have to learn more. The 16 on the other side is zest. So that's really about trusting the process and having fun. So what's happened with me, and then maybe what's happening with him, is you get stuck in the 48 and you won't let yourself live in the 16. But to create that balance, you have to have the 48 and the 16. So you have to have that fun. You have to let it go and not like be work all the time. So for him, it might be important to like consciously decide, okay, one day a month or one day a week, I'm going to just choose to have fun. (laughs) That's what I had to do. I I had to like plan it. It's so sad. I had to plan one time a month. I'm going to have fun. I'm not going to like plan anything. I'm just going to do something fun with my daughter. I'm going to do... And now, because I'm used to it, now I'm consistently stepping into more fun. And I've noticed when I have more fun, that I thrive more in my business. I thrive more in my connections. So for me, and maybe for him, that is important for him. And because you have that energetic of you taking in a 16, you might have to be aware of that too. Yes, (laughs) I've noticed that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, because, what, like... I have a 21 as well, but then he... Oh my God, so do I. (laughs) But he has has three channels in his 21, uh, in his will, and his will is defined, but mine's undefined. And then it's the same with the root. His root is defined and mine's undefined. So some of the things of with our like human design, I feel like just kind of connects. So then I take on his energy quite a lot with his work, with not having fun. And we had this conversation today. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and now it's showing up to you again. So yes. oh. that's something. <laughs> My Alexa just turned on. <laughs> need to have more fun. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. All right. So my next question is what do you think about love and what does love mean to you? Oh, that's so good. That love was a huge thing for me. It's still something I'm working on. Um, love for myself, definitely I did not used to do. I would, used to look for it externally from everyone else. That's why I was promiscuous when I was younger. I didn't have a father figure. Um, so I was like, so love to me was like that connection, you know, that feeling, that connection. Now that I really learned about what truly love is, it's about loving and trusting and allowing yourself and I always used to roll my eyes but you have to love some you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else I'm like what does that even mean you know but now I get it you have to know and love yourself to be able to really truly let someone else love you first of all and for you to truly love someone else I do feel like everything is love really you know I feel like without love there really isn't anything and I used to be very cold when I was raising my boys by myself, I was a single mom with two boys. I was hard. I was cold. I didn't care about anyone. I would date like three people at one time. I was just like, whatever, you know? Um, and then I realized someone, someone in the gym told me I was an ice princess, an ice princess. So 
I knew that I was very cold at that point and I didn't want to be that anymore. And I didn't want my boys to think that was okay. I was raising these boys. I want them to treat their significant others well, right? So then I started working on my own self-love and then I was able to see how I was restricting love from coming to me because of fear. So for any type of happiness, any type of wealth, any type of abundance, love has to be in there. You have to love yourself. You have to love others for who they are unconditionally. And I'll just let you know, human design gave me that too, because of all learning about the different types. I always thought everyone was like me. Oh, everyone has the energy all the time and wants to work all the time. And that's not true. So once you realize and you can connect to who each individual is, you can just love them. You can love them for who they are. So love is what makes the world go around. I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but it's true. <laughs> no, but I think it's true, right? Like we tend to kind of go in this action of having to do things all the time and not slow down and let ourselves receive. We always right. give, give, give. And the problem with giving, I'm not saying giving is bad, but if there is too much giving, your energy, I feel, gets depleted. Right? Mm -hmm. So. And there's re so many reasons. Like, why are you giving? Mm -hmm. Are you giving because you feel like you're obligated? Are you giving because you feel like they won't love you if you don't give? Are you giving because you want, like, you know, there's so many underlying reasons on why you're giving because you are here to receive too. And that even goes with the masculine and feminine, right? The masculine is all about the doing, which we're taught in society. So we're taught to be more in the masculine and the feminine is about receiving. So why are we always doing and giving and not letting ourselves receive? We're always forcing yeah. right so let ourselves receive the love beautiful all right so my next question is what is the one thing you do for yourself daily or weekly or monthly oh my gosh i do everything myself <laughs> <laughs> i i do um Okay, well, I don't start my day until 10 <laughs> because I want to be able to drop my daughter off and have my coffee and quiet and be able to read and journal and have space to do my pranayama. So I do that. I work out five days a week. I swim three days a week. I do yoga retreats. I do learning all the time, like, like human design, going deeper into all the things. Um, that is one thing I will say that I have never, ever not done. I've always done for myself, always. And it's funny because my sister-in-law told me, she said, you know, Miranda, you don't do anything that you don't want to do. Like as far as all like family obligations, because there's a lot of us. There's a lot of us. And like all of our birthdays are in October. Like, come on. So what? Yeah, yeah there's like <laughs> seven people seven people like starting end of september to the end of october it's ridiculous that's so funny because like my fiance and i his birthday's october 6th and mine's october 7th <laughs> and my daughter's is october 8th and mine is october 4th <laughs> oh my god 
and my husband's is October 12th, and it's just like, <laughs> I'm, those Libras, love them. <laughs> but like everyone has all these birthday parties and we're all an hour and a half away from each other. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I just tell them every year, I'm sorry, I'm not doing a birthday party for my daughter, Eden, and I'm not going to any birthday parties. <laughs> That's what I tell them. And they're like, you just don't do anything out of obligation and that you don't want to do. And I'm like, why would I do something I don't want to do? Yeah. I'm not going to, that's putting everyone else's happiness before my own. And I know that if I make myself happy, then other people are happy around me. So. Yes. Oh man. So many chills to the end <laughs> with this. Oh my goodness. This conversation. <laughs> All right. So what advice would you give to the audience who are currently listening to this podcast? I would just take notice on where are you feeling stuck right now? And asking yourself, is this because I'm expecting something or I'm putting these expectations on myself in this area and then let go, let go of the expectations, let go of the way things should look, let go. Even if it's your business and you feel like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to create my business. You know what? You can have an idea, but the universe is going to give you something totally different. So if you resist it, it's not going to open up. So if you're feeling resistance or you're feeling struggle, where are you holding on and how can you let go so that you can receive rather than force? Ooh, I love that advice. I wish someone gave me that advice when I was young. Me too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If I knew this stuff when I was younger, I would be so amazing. Hello, <laughs> we're so amazing. <laughs> I'm shining my light here. Yes. <laughs> All right. So where can the audience find you? Yeah. So um, you can go to my website, Miranda-Mitchell.com. It's getting upgraded right now. But if you're interested in human design, you can always go there, click on the button, and I'll send, um, you can fill out the information, which is your birth date, birth time, and birth place. And I'll send you your chart with a free video on what that strategy is. Also, I'm on Instagram and um, Facebook as well, Miranda J. Mitchell. So you can find me on there as well. All right. So on this podcast, we usually do Oracle card pulls. Would you like to pull a card for the collective? Yes. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So are, do you have the card? Did you want me to pull a card? You can pull a card. <laughs> Well, I have so many. I have an energy card. Do you want me to do the Isis one? I have the Isis one or whatever you one. feel called to. Okay. I like the energy one. So I'll do the energy. I've already done three card pulls today for me. So I've already done it. <laughs> That's one of my things, my practices I'm adding back in because I, I lost touch with how the awareness. Oh, really? So. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I pulled 
11. Oh, beautiful. And it's in perfect harmony. And this is the, uh, it's the energies. Oh, I like that back. It's pretty. Yeah, I love this because it's, it really resonates a lot. Um, and it's the energy of water, 11. And it's togetherness, healthy and harmonious partnerships, commitment to a relationship, collaboration with others, and interdependence. Everything I love. So you're entering a time of healthy, harmonious partnerships. Collaboration is key here. As you're invited to explore the potential inherent in making a commitment to another person, group, or even yourself. Know that you are bringing different gifts to the table. You don't have to be in exact lockstep with everyone else. Being your authentic self actually brings you into alignment with others. You are no in harmony that neither overpowers nor is overpowered by another. Your beautiful interdependence allows you to shine. Just keep an eye out for a sign that your subconscious, which has been conditioned by your previous hurts and experiences, is working in a way not in accord with what your healthy self intends. For example, you may desire a relationship, but expect to be betrayed, so you unconsciously sabotage it. You say you want to lose weight, but continue to eat compulsively and avoid exercise. In these moments, you are not attuned with yourself, and this disharmony spills out into all other parts of your life. It's really interesting because the words alignment and attune always come out with everything. And I am all about collaboration. So within my business, I have, I used to learn all the things. Like I used to have to get my 500 hours for teacher training, do all these different things so that I could bring that to others. But I realized it's not about me. It's about the collective. So for the collective, how can we support one another rather than just making it all about ourselves? Because we can be wealthy and financially sustainable and energetically sustainable when we have that collaboration rather than doing all the work ourselves. Ooh, I like that card. That, mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining this podcast today. Well, thank you for asking. <laughs> It was so nice. Welcome. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. <laughs> you too. And I'll see you in the I'll see you in the group. Yeah. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>